This week's episode of the Getting to Know podcast is brought to you by Compass. Compass is our employee intranet, which is home for Matt of Storytelling and where employees can find tools and resources to make their jobs easier. It's available to all employees via a web browser or the mobile app. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Rickheim. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Madiv's Getting to Know podcast. Today, I'm fortunate to be joined by one of our IT leaders, Greg Dietrich, IT extraordinaire, responsible for IT transformation during us coming together and a bunch of other cool things in your scope of responsibility, right, Greg? Yeah, that's right. Mike, uh, glad to be here. Transformation, business relationship management, applications, you name it. All right. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your very busy, maybe triple schedule to spend time with us today on the podcast. So let's start with where you are physically. Where are you based? And then we'll go from there. Yeah, located uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin. Spent a a lot of my time out of the Nina Service Center in, in Nina, but currently working out of my home in Appleton. Working out of your home in Appleton, did you grow up in that area? Is that where it all kind of began for you? Close. I grew up about 20 miles east of here in a small town called Reedsville, Wisconsin, a really small community. You know everybody, everybody knows you, but it was a a great place for for me to start my life. Does that make you and your family like big Packers, Bucks, Brewers fans or? Uh, you, You got two of the three, right? Packers and Bucks, but I'm a Cubs fan. Is that rare where you're based? Um, it's it's a little rare. Um, I think there's uh, there's definitely a fair number of Cubs fans, probably more Cubs fans than Bears fans, but not too rare. But uh, you know, do do get some flack for being a Wisconsinite and following the Cubs. When you're not doing all these IT things, transformation, BRM, and whatnot, do you have a family of Cubs fans. I do. I have a, uh, a wonderful family. So married to my wife, Kelly, 21 and a half years, high school sweethearts, if you will. And uh, we've had the, the blessing of four children. I have a, a 19-year-old son, Ethan, who's a sophomore at Wisconsin Platteville. I play soccer uh, at Platteville as well. So we've had the, the fun of uh, collegiate athletics. And then I have a, a 17-year-old daughter. She's a senior in high school. Uh, You'll kind of catch a theme here. She's also uh, a three-sport athlete, so she's done uh, tennis, basketball, and soccer. Then I go to a freshman daughter. She's 15. She does competitive cheer, so we follow her all over the Midwest and really the U.S. to do competitive cheer. And then we're wrapped up by uh, my little guy. His name is Tyler. He's in seventh grade, and he plays tennis, basketball, soccer, and uh, uh, he's the gamer of the family. Big changes going on in the house with your son heading out, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, just uh, coming off a of Thanksgiving holiday. It was wonderful to have him back home, kind of completes the house again. But yes, it's uh, lots of changes. One out, another one on the way out in the next six to eight months. So um, lots, of, lots of changes in the Dietrich household. How has the family dynamic changed with him being gone? Uh, you know, he's the he's the calming. He's, he follows a lot of my demeanor, so he's a little bit calmer uh, and lower in, on the emotions uh, level compared to the the rest of the family. So he helps balance a little bit. But honestly, the the whole the whole group has adapted really well. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to uh, to stay in close contact with him, go visit him often to watch him play. So it's it's been a pretty easy adjustment. I gotta believe the calming demeanor comes in handy during an integration with systems all over the place and all the challenges associated with just bringing 
multiple organizations to one place. Are you finding the same? It, it absolutely does. You know, life is full of challenges. Integrations are full of challenges. And uh, being able to, to sort of stay level-headed and calm uh, through all of it, extremely helpful. Uh, really balances the, the opportunities that are out there, balances the highs and the lows, and, and finds your way through it. How long have you been with the legacy Nina part now mad of Greg? So I, I joke I'm a little bit of a dinosaur when it comes to the overall time here. I started in 2001 as an intern with, uh, at that time, it was Kimberly Clark at the Nina Mill. was fortunate enough to be hired full-time in 2002 and uh, have been on the journey ever since. Worked uh, for a, a bit of time in manufacturing spent some time in supply chain, and then 2011 had the opportunity to move over into the IT department uh, as, a, as the applications lead. And as you say, the rest is history. So I've had really good luck in my career as largely some version of an HR dude with people that didn't spend their entire careers just in HR. doesn't mean that there aren't great people that have been HR lifers, but had really great experience with, with those that maybe got a little bit of a different perspective at some point. Is that a plus in your mind from an IT standpoint as well, or does it come with a whole bunch of different challenges? No, I, I mean, I think it is absolutely a plus. Um, I think it really diversifies your perspective and allows you to appreciate the overall impact that you may have on a small part of the business or the overall business as it stands. Can you talk a little bit more about specifically what your role is today? I know you wear a couple different hats, but it might be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you talk first about uh, transformation. I know you hit off on that at the beginning of the conversation. Really, that one is is focused around bringing the multiple businesses, the multiple legacies together and finding ways to drive efficiency, try, try to find ways to remove ERP systems and really bring us together as one Matic. The other hat that I wear, business relationship management, you know, that's really where, where I enjoy the opportunity to partner with BU presidents, functional leads, in, you know, individuals within the business and drive efficiency and find ways where technology can be added to to add business value. So it really, from a BRM standpoint, you're really focused on ways to enable the business in different ways. You're not sitting in a closet pounding out code. I don't think you want me pounding out code, Mike. No, absolutely not. I, we're really where I, I play is, uh, is just as you hit it. It's enabling the business through partnerships. I ask that kind of tongue in cheek because I I expect, just based on having talked to you and many of your peers and colleagues over the years, there's a misconception about IT that it's a bunch of wireheads with technical solutions that they're going to jam down your throat. But that's not at all. Your your role is, is the exact opposite of that, right? Correct. It is the exact opposite. We want to make sure that we are not doing IT for IT, that we really are partnering with the business, becoming a trusted advisor to help them achieve their goals. What's a great day look like or feel like, Greg? A great day feels like everybody is able to do what they want to do. They are able to function in their role. Their laptop works, their system works, and there's no challenges for them. I think the other part that's a, a successful day for, for me is being able to, to sort of put a smile on somebody's face and make them satisfied and happy with uh, either the successful delivery of a project, resolving, fixing a problem, 
or just, you know, basically trying to make their life easier by providing uh, system enhancements or technology to them. I don't think anyone would be surprised to, to hear me claim that I think you could argue IT bears as much of the brunt of an integration as, as any part of the organization. But there's got to be a bunch of good stuff that comes along with something like this too, right? What, what have you seen as the most positives as, as we've come together from, from an opportunity standpoint, perhaps? Yeah, I think that the opportunity that, that I see is the ability to, to expand our knowledge of, of the systems that we have. And our ability to expand the knowledge of the, the businesses and the relationships that we that we've found, um, going through a, a number of acquisitions and mergers in my lifetime, that ability to to walk into a room and be the be partners with everyone that's in the project or within the within the business teams, and deliver a better product at the end is extremely rewarding. From where you sit, Greg, has there has there been a big difference between the acquisitions you've been involved with in the past and a merger of equals? Is it just scale? Um, I think scale. I think scale is a large part of it. I also, you know, when we look at the most recent merger, the opportunity is is the number of systems, and I don't think that that would be a surprise to anyone. The number of systems that we have is on a much greater scale, um, and that and that presents more challenges than. A, a merger or an acquisition where you may be going into a, a smaller facility or smaller number of facilities and you can implement a existing system onto them. Here you're establishing mature, you know, you're bringing together mature businesses, mature sites, mature locations, and managing the, the large scale and number of ERP systems, reporting systems, presents a whole new challenge for us um, as an IT organization. When we get to what you might describe as something in the neighborhood of point of arrival, what does your everyday user experience? What's that that look and feel like? Yeah, really what that looks like is single systems, simplified systems, single business processes. That's really the journey that we want to go on to get us to really be one Mativ. Uh, so I would say that's that's the first one. The second one would be from, you know, purely from a, a selfish IT point of view, there's a common place to go uh, when, when there are challenges or issues. I think that is a, a, another opportunity for us that we will be working towards in the near future, but creating that one face, that one uh, point of contact for IT as well. What's different about your role being remote as you are? I know you're on the road quite a bit, but what, what are the, the advantages and disadvantages that you're finding? Yeah, I think uh, I'll start with the disadvantages. I think the disadvantages is that opportunity to interact with, with individuals and have, you know, call it that uh, water cooler talk. I think that is, is definitely something that's, that's missing in the sharing of information and the sharing of knowledge. Advantageous though, is the, the opportunity of, um, collaborating with a lot of individuals from many different sites, countries, locations as well. So, be, so being remote um, allows that, that opportunity for me to be where I'm needed. And, and whether that be through virtual meetings or in-person meetings to travel to those sites, uh, to have those face-to-face -face conversations. From the standpoint of being able to turn it off, you find that to be a, a challenge? 
<laughs> uh, yes, I don't know that that's nothing, anything new, Mike. I think that is a little bit of the way that I'm wired to really be engaged and in, in on at all times. That is a challenge. Obviously, I've talked previously about my family and, and making sure that I find time. I have to make a point to really, truly in, disengage when uh, the workday is finished and do my best to, to not be tempted to come back into it um, when there is uh, either an event going on or there's other activities that may draw me back in. As you think about collaboration tools that are available for us, where would you say we are on our, our journey to help further enable the remote workforce? I mean, I think we've done a, a really nice job. And when I look back to where we were two, three years ago, we were a long ways from from where we are today. So I think we've, we've come a long way in a short amount of time. I think uh, as many are familiar, the, the combination to a single Mativ domain is going to further um, enable us and, and get us there. We're, I'd say about 90%, 95% there as an organization. So getting over that next hurdle will be a, another big step. Um, and then it's just continuing to simplify and, and make those, those tools available to every individual. So I, I think we've, we've come a long way in a short amount of time, and we've really done well adapting to the, the different technologies that are available to us. Setting off into 2024, what are you most excited about from an IT standpoint? Uh, I'm most excited about the, the, you know, really the formation of the team as Rajiv, again, taking over in his role as CIO and formulating really how we want to interact and be as an IT organization. So I, for me, it's coming together as that team and then being able to relay and share our vision of how we want to become, again, those partners, that shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder type interaction with our business partners. I think secondly, also starting to bring together a few of our systems and our processes across the IT organization is something that back to what is the function and the role that we have, it's enabling the business. So this will allow us to better enable and, and be a little bit more transparent of who and what we are within IT. That's great. Greg, at the end of every Getting to Know podcast, we hit our guests with three specific questions. I'm going to hit you with those now. And with the kids having just been home, I'm curious if this might be a little different. But if you pulled up your phone right now and, and shared with us the last song that played, what would that be? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show a little bit of my age here. A recent album celebrated its 30-year anniversary. So that is the debut album of Snoop Dogg, huge Snoop Dogg fan. So I'm in concert uh, this summer. And so he has been spinning on my Apple Music for the last week. Interesting. Very good. Was that his debut album? That was his debut album. 30 years ago. Time flies. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. All right. Great one. All right. If we gave you free billboard space, let's just say like downtown Appleton, you could put whatever message you wanted on that. What would you put on that? Um, so I, I know my kids get, get sick of hearing me throw out these little uh, words of encouragement and, and slang terms. So I got three of them. It's be kind, be great and be humble. So I think uh, for, for me, kindness is, is really a, an important aspect of my life. And I think uh, it really is the, the way that you can help build trust with people and establish a, a good feeling within yourself. Be great is just be the best in what you are and what you can do every day. It's not always going to be a, 
you know, rainbows and unicorns, but it's the opportunity to, to do the best you can. And then lastly is be humble. So it's celebrate your victories, but it's, uh, it's okay to, to sort of be reserved and calm about those and, uh, and go on to the next item. Very uplifting messages from our getting to know guests on that, on that very question. I love it. Uh, last question for you, Greg, what would you say is the one thing that you cannot possibly live without? So I, um, as COVID hit, I needed to find activities to do to fill my life because our, our lives came to a stop and I started running. So for me, my daily run is something that I cannot live without, whether it's outside on a day like today in Wisconsin, it's a little chilly. So I hit the treadmill, but I need to do my daily run uh, to really reset myself. Uh, it gives me time to meditate and think and uh, energize for what's to come in the day. It's a great gift to give yourself. I will tell you, being being where I am in life, a few years ahead of you with the very active kids who've moved along, that's a, that's a nice hobby, so good for you. Greg, appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule, doing all the things you're doing from an IT, BRM, transformation standpoint. Spend a little bit of time with us today on the Getting to Know podcast. Yeah, thanks, Mike. It was a pleasure. For those of you in the listening audience, appreciate your time as well. And we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks.